0: Welcome everyone
1: to a brand new episode of
0: Movies and Brews,
1: where we talk movies.
0: And we drink some
1: brews. I'm your host, Jordan, and sitting across from me here is John Winkle.
0: I'm the sexy assassin of the show.
1: Mm-hmm. You keep telling yourself that. Today we are talking the brand new John Wick Chapter 3 starring Keanu Reeves. So, sit back, relax, grab a drink, and
0: Let's kill a bunch of dudes! Yeah. A pair!
1: Okay, well, before we get started here, let's do what we do and talk about what we are drinking.
0: Alright, so this week is Jordan's week to bring us a beer for Beer and Tell. So, Jordan, what'd you bring us?
1: So this week, I found some stuff from Everybody's Brewing called On the Dust IPA. They're located in White Salmon, Washington, and yeah, I gotta say, mm. it smells really good. Ooh, that is taste. That's
0: crisp. Mmm. Mm. It's got a little citrus in it, and I don't know what's in it, but it, it tastes really good. It tastes good, yeah. I didn't go to
1: Target this time,
0: so I found something better. Thank goodness, because we were bound to get a dud eventually. You were just the first one to bring one. Yeah, oh, that stuff was or at least noticeable. I'm sure we've that had stuff a was couple definitely not.
1: questionable, but yeah, this is a lot better. I like it. It's got a really good um citrus to it. So cool. All Sweet. right. Well, that's what we're drinking. Let's get
0: into some movie news here, Daniel take it away today in movie news we've got a few trailers and some movie news by the segment <laughs> so the uh the first trailer i'm gonna cover is one that we forgot to cover on last week's episode but the new maleficent 2 trailer and M- first, mistress of darkness or yeah something. mistress mistress of darkness or okay. evilness or something 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 but uh we're here we watched it i guess i'll say my opinion first who the hell cares because i can't even re- i watched the first one and i didn't really i can't remember any of it and i don't think anybody was asking for the second one
1: yeah i i guess as far as the trailer goes it wasn't a bad trailer i visually i liked a lot of the visuals i saw in it I saw the first one. I never saw it in theaters, but I saw it when it first came out on, you know, DVD. Yeah. And it was, I remember it being, I remember it being good. I do not remember much about it or how it ended. So I know she lost her wings at some point in the movie. I think she gets them back though, because she has them back in this. Right. And I but think that's the I don't deal. remember though. We'll see. Again, visually this looked good. I mean, maybe if I see the original again, I'll be more uh, apt to go see this. But yeah, as far as the goes, it, it was fine.
0: Maybe, but that's something I'm afraid of for all these new Disney re-releases to live action, is just how many times we get to say, well, it looks good, because all of these look really good, but the substance wavers. I was thinking of Jasmine in that um, How Aladdin Should Have Ended
1: that came out today.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
1: I wish that this would never be remade to a cash grab, live action cash grab.
0: Now we'll see what we can do. <gasps> what? I mean, uh, yes. So I'll, great. I'll <laughs> Yeah, but just kind of like, that's why I feel like they're like, yeah, it's such a, they're all spectacles, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not super into this. No. But uh, what I.
1: I was going to say, not as much of the trailers that we're about to talk about.
0: Exactly. segueing into something I'm super into. We have a Toy Story 4 trailer and okay well not super into you. i am cautiously still excited for this movie yeah
1: i'm like 50 50 i'm like half excited and half dreading like
0: it's just it's the thing is it, it's just the third one and i think we're unanimous that the third one wraps up the story so well yeah that it's hard to think how they can like add on without detracting and also not making it yeah just not making well, it's the just, whole it's, yeah, and it yeah i just feel like
1: this one could go one of two ways it's either going to be amazing good heartfelt story and we're all gonna cry or it's just gonna be a disaster
0: yeah i don't just know feels
1: like it could go no other way
0: yeah it's either all fully amazing or fully not needed yeah
1: on that note I, I did enjoy what we saw on the trailer though there's a lot of new stuff to show they show keanu reeves stuntman character they show bo peep back in her original attire quite a bit which i enjoyed that yeah there's a lot of needs. they showed a lot more like buzz action and jesse too
0: which is good. I love Jesse and well, Buzz and Jesse, obviously. And I'm liking those uh, those key and peel stuffed animals. Yes, I'm liking those. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm...
1: The, I think that was my favorite part of the trailer was when uh, some cat attacks some fluff toy and they see it laying there, like just the lower half of it, fuzz every, or yeah, yeah, the puffed stuff stuffing everywhere, out. and they're like, "Is that what we look like on the inside?" So, fluffy. so much or something like that <laughs> something like that I don't know I uh, think so I can
0: already tell that's probably how. Ha- like I feel like those are the characters that are gonna, gonna make me laugh the most during the movie but I don't know there's there's a lot of good stuff that we've seen in the movie so hopefully it all comes together I really hope so yeah uh, that's all I got on Twitter. we'll story find first. out in a month yeah it's, I know it's a month away in a month my summer might be great or it might be ruined I, right. we'll see we'll
1: <laughs> see but, At least we have the new child's play coming out, also.
0: Which is hilarious that that's released on the same day. Oh, i with, just... tr- with that oh. poster, was amazing. I might even go see those back to back.
1: Oh, that's right. That poster. That... Oh,
0: gosh, that was hilarious. Yeah. What was the
1: tagline of the poster? Oh,
0: I don't know. I just remember
1: it's Chucky's, like, you see Chucky's, like, legs yeah. and the knife, walk, you know, hand with the knife in hand, and walking away from what. Kind of resembles a Woody doll dead on the floor. Yeah, I forgot the tagline
0: uh, that they put on that, but it was clever. Yeah. Oh gosh, that was hilarious. All right, and I know Jordan, you're super excited about this next trailer we got to talk about. Mm-hmm. We got a new trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah, what a cool surprise to wake up to this morning. I was very stoked. Ran downstairs, threw it on the TV, and.
0: Whoa! <laughs> I was I was good really stuff, surprised man. because usually like when I get to work and things are going slow, I'm usually just catching up on like some news and stuff on YouTube. So usually I see those trailers, but I didn't see anything of it until you sent it to me. I was like, "Ooh, take a look, take a look!" Yeah,
1: full length trailer. Woo! Yeah, good stuff. I can't wait. I mean, you got again. We. I mean, I think everybody knows, but you got DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, you know,
0: um, Margot Robbie,
1: Margot Robbie, and a ton of other actors. Just bunch of A-listers in this. Kurt Russell.
0: Oh yeah, Kurt Russell. Al Pacino.
1: I can't wait. I mean, there's a lot of new scenes, and it just looks great. I mean, I love them showing him on the set, DiCaprio's character on the set, Rick Dalton, I think is his name. Yeah. They showed him like in a World War II flick, and he's got a uh, flamethrower, flame and just yeah. like, ah! I take the uh, eat sauerkraut Nazis or something like that. Something like that. It <laughs> was like just something over them. the
0: top dumb, like you would see <laughs> uh, in like a gosh. 70s oh, movie, so 60s, 70s funny
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I a fair part of the character or the trailer was he messes up a line on a western set. Then he, next thing they cut to him in his trailer, just like just talking down himself, like, you idiot, gosh, how could, how could you mess up the line? like
0: Man, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man. yeah, so oh, I know. Oh my
1: gosh, I was laughing so hard.
0: <laughs> and I just, I am loving and so intrigued by like the, the setup and the setting because you know you got ni- 16, Hollywood, nineteen sixty nine. The vibrant of
1: colors is great, right. in These trailers,
0: and you got like, I and mean, you got all this stylish stuff happening, you know, and you got these two aging actors. And then it all, like, with the backdrop of the Manson murder. So just, like, everything is just, like, so intriguing to me. And I'm from, you know, uh, Tarantino's execution and all of up, all of his other movies, I'm hoping that all comes together like some crazy, I don't know. It, it just is super interesting to me. And I'm very interested to see how everything kind of plays out. Yeah. No, I, I can't wait
1: for this. And in July. And I, you know what? I, I was just thinking, I think I told you this off mic, but I've got his entire collection, I think, between – blue rain dvd sitting over there on the shelf i'm going to start with reservoir dogs at the very beginning and i'm going to watch every single quentin tarantino film between now and in july i'm even going to watch ones he wrote like true romance dust till dawn You're
0: gonna make your lunch yeah
1: lunch. That, that was a different one. Oh,
0: that, that wasn't that, that's wild one. heart oh i thought that was true romance never mind forget about it nope
1: Wrong movie, but close.
0: I mean, I've seen Till Dust Till Dawn, which hilarious.
1: Yeah, I'm going to see Dust Till Dawn, True Romance, and there's another one called Four Rooms that he wrote, too. So anyway, yeah, I'm going to watch all that. Yeah, it's going to be Quentin Tarantino the next couple months anticipating this. Man, I, it's going to be busy the next few months because between all of Tarantino's films, I'm going to watch at least season two of Stranger Things as a recap, all the Toy Story films, Godzilla. I think some recapping and a lot of catching up. The day.
0: Oh, a lot. I got to watch Godzilla this week, too but yes can't wait though i'm stoked (laughs) same here so now moving to some snid bits in movie news i'll start with a easy one is sony uh rescheduled the release for the masters of the universe movie to release in 2021 which i read that headline and i didn't even realize they were trying to get a masters of the universe movie
1: Mm, I, yeah so I, he I man is
0: coming in 2021 he, oh that's right
1: he man that would be cool cartoon wise or live i think action? it's live action maybe cgi cartoon
0: maybe but also something that i haven't seen on a lot of mainstream sites but i've seen on my gaming youtube channels is sony is opening up a studio to make live action adaptations of their video games so there's probably going to be an influx in video game movies in the next five to ten years. Because Sony just literally just opened up a studio specifically for making movies out of their properties. Interesting.
1: Which one could be next? We got Detective P2 last week. Right, maybe new we Mario. I don't know. I think i going go to the live action route with these. Or I, I feel like a lot of these would be better off going the route of just good CGI, Pixar-type cartoons.
0: Right. Well, there's a Mario movie in the works, but from Illumination, the guys who make Despicable Me and the Minions. So. Okay. Not a lot of hope for that, but I mean, I know you don't do a lot of video games, but I guess in more recent memories, uh, Sony's got this franchise called Uncharted, which essentially is like a, a male Tomb Raider-esque type of guy. Fervent. So that you know, could be cool. You know, if they want to um, ever adapt Halo into a movie, I'm all for that. They've tried. Well, Sony obviously hasn't tried. Microsoft has tried a lot. Well, yeah, That's that, it's how we got... uh been
1: development for hell for like 15 years now.
0: <laughs> I mean, a failed Halo movie is how we got District 9. Yeah, it's true. So, I don't know. That I would still like a Halo movie.
1: I think it'd be awesome.
0: But we'll see. And then next we have Chris Rock is rebooting the Saw franchise. And I was kind of weirded out by this because it didn't seem like too long ago that they came out with like they just came out with like a jigsaw movie like a prequel or something like two or three years ago
1: so they're gonna reboot the franchise now i guess or they're sequel? gonna
0: i guess they're gonna reboot the whole right. thing which i don't know why this would ever need a reboot know, Is they calling for it though i maybe i don't know i don't my personal opinion is like i don't like the saw movies at all like i like horror and stuff but this is just gratuitous like nonsense i guess in all of the movies like i can't ever tell which one's which because every single movie past like the first one has like flash flashbacks to a bunch of the other different movies they all just blend together
1: to hmm. be honest probably because it's not my main genre of choice i've never seen saw
0: eh, there's just i mean the first one was neat because it was made like it's kind of like an art house horror film and then they just went like, pushed it to, like, 11 and just made it. Like, one
1: like, cool idea, and then it's like, okay, people loved it. How do we make a sequel to it? Exactly. All right, they love that one. Well, what do we do next here? I don't know. Hmm. Well, I guess we could tell his past story for Jigsaw. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's not my thing. I love horror movies, but that's just dumb horror to me. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. We'll see how far he gets with it. If they completely reboot it or not. I don't think there's much of a demand for it, though. And then last but not least I have is Batman.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm like. Osh. We
0: have we have been reported to that they have a casting for the new Batman movie. And the casting people Wait, right, let, let
1: me see if I can guess. Hold on. Oh. Let's see here. It's probably going to be mid to late 30s, early 40s, you know. Somebody brute and strong.
0: The Rock. I would hate The Rock as Batman. That would be really bad casting. Okay, well, <laughs> all
1: right, let me keep going. Um, Let's see here.
0: I can see The Rock as Bane.
1: He'd be a little bit shorter, Batman, and but they want to stick with older and age Batman, like they did with Affleck, Tom Cruise. <laughs> no,
0: I feel like he's probably right. been up for Batman at least once.
1: Uh, I bet he was offered back in the day, back in the Keaton era. I mean, I bet. I he feel was, like
0: <laughs> if, if Val Kilmer was offered Batman, Tom Cruise had to be before him. That said, no. Oh, for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I should look that up, but I I, I bet you, yeah. Um, Hugh Jack.
0: No, he's already got his franchise. Turning in the
1: claws. He's already done with his four franchise. Four batarangs. No.
0: All right, Daniel. How weird would it be to have an Australian Batman? Like, <laughs> all right.
1: If it's Hugh Jackman, I'm all for it.
0: I ain't. Yeah. But now that we've played that game, and I know everybody knows this news already, but Robert Patterson is cast as Batman. Dun, and dun, dun. for those who don't know, he is the guy from Water for Elephants. I don't know. Is he in that? Okay, I guess so. But he is made famous by the Twilight movies. I believe he was Edward. I don't talking know. About? He was
1: made famous by that party at gomblet of fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean someone tried to tell me Hufflepuffs he do was, stuff.
1: He was the cute wizard. Which is probably why he got the role in Twilight. Let's guess that cute wizard. Everybody liked that cute wizard in Goblet of Fire. Like Was the, the
0: Goblet of Fire before Twilight?
1: I think so. Like, just before, but yeah. Oh,
0: I didn't know. I thought it came after Twilight. I don't know. Point is, I never saw Twilight. Still have never seen any of the Twilight movies. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, on a serious note, I'm trying to think here. Not terrible. I don't know how tall he is. I I guess my problem with him, like, I've seen him and stuff. I've never seen Twilight, to be honest. I've only seen the trailers for those. I've seen him in other movies, though. Uh, I think actually Water for Elephants was the main one. I I feel like I've seen one more thing. Uh, The guy does have some acting chops. He's not terrible. He was just in terrible Twilight movies, but he's not a terrible actor. Is he right for Batman? Honestly, not sure. I've been wrong about this before. Take Batflick, for example. Yeah. While the movies weren't great, Bat my my only the concern with him is he's kind of built like me. So where he's got more of a skinny structure. So even if he puts on some muscle, he'll still be kind of thin. So that's my only concern with him is like his physique more, but it's kind of, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. He, I mean, so guess the right trainer and diet program. I mean, he could put on some good muscle, but I mean, he's going to have to put on some really good muscle though. Yeah. For anybody to think is intimidating. Otherwise, as far as an actor goes, I you know what? Let's let's see. That's all I can say is let's that's, just let's that's see.
0: That's what I'm thinking. I'm like I'm interested for sure.
1: Yeah, I there could be a lot of people, worse choices than that. Like if they'd announced Andrew Garfield is going to be, I'd been like, no, hell no, no, that would be weird. <laughs> that
0: would just be yeah, weird and just no. I mean, it's just I'm I'm interested. I'm not hating the idea just because. And I'm not hating on Andrew Garfield either. I do like him. He just not, wouldn't be right
1: at all for the role. Right. Anyway.
0: I don't hate the idea, and like said, so like we have, you know, hindsight that you know people were upset with Keaton, people were upset with Bat- Ben Affleck, people were upset. I'm I remember back in the day, like this like almost ten years ago, when Heath Ledger was announced as Joker.
1: Yeah, it was like eleven. And we're years all just ago. like,
0: Phew. I remember thinking, like the guy from Ten Things I Hate About You. Like, are you serious?
1: That was like, gosh, that was as far as the announcement goes, that was at least twelve years ago now, because the yeah. movie came out in july of 08 so it would have been filmed in 07 exactly wow <laughs> yeah i do remember those days i was like are you serious like and then yeah. it
0: came out and blew everybody's mind yeah. so i'm not counting them out
1: oh, i was blown I'm, away but first teaser trailer that that still goes down in history as one of the best teaser trailers ever in my opinion
0: probably i don't know i just i'm interested And I've seen a lot of other people vouch for, like, in his serious dramatic roles. He does a lot of really good stuff. I don't know. Maybe I'll check some of those out before this movie comes out. I mean, it doesn't even have a release date, so I've got time. But I don't know. I'm interested. I'm not hating the idea, but I can understand because, like, that's the thing is even though Twilight was his biggest role and it was one of his first roles, not knowing anything else about him and, like, not seeing anything else, I can still look at that. And even though I've never seen Twilight, I'm like, oh, that's the guy from Twilight. So that's the biggest thing that's working against him. But I don't know. That could also make a huge redemption of like, oh, he killed it as Batman. Yeah. I
1: think it'd be just one of those things like everybody's skeptical of Bafflick Then the first trailer for Batman v Superman came out and everybody was like, okay, no, I, I, t- I could potentially see him. I wasn't completely sold on the first trailer, but I, my doubts were for the most part gone. I'm yeah. like, okay, I, I see where they're going with this and I I like it.
0: I liked ba- like Batman's Ben Affleck. It's just they didn't treat him well, and then now he's out. Yeah, but you know that's that's the business. He I wanted guess. to
1: be the next Iron Man, and they just the writers were terrible because <laughs> he really could have been the next Iron Man in this thing, but
0: they just he could, he could have just been Batman. Just needed, that's,
1: just needed better writing. All still
0: waiting for a Batman movie that incorporates Dick Grayson properly as Nightwing.
1: Yes nightwing in particular would be awesome
0: yeah or just start the robin like robin's grown up and then like he gets a spin off nightwing movie
1: i still wouldn't mind joseph gordon levitt coming back and trying to reprise that role i could still see him do something like that
0: i know i freaking love him so much and the fact that they never did anything with that still sucks but i miss him i just miss gordon levitt joseph yeah. gordon levitt he's working on I, I think he's more on the
1: entrepreneur side of things right now than acting.
0: He is, which sucks. Well, I mean, it doesn't suck. It's great for him, but I still loved him in movies, so I would like to see him in more movies. But maybe got someday. 500
1: Days of Summer right there. I should borrow that. I've never seen that one. Freaking, have you haven't seen 500 Days of Summer?
0: No. Oh, my gosh, that's one of my But summer's starting, so maybe my I should watch favorite it.
1: Favorite rom coms ever. All right. And I'm not even into rom coms, but it's good.
0: I mean, mean, either. Mm-hmm. But you've got mail, man. You've got mail. <laughs> anyway, uh, that is, that wraps it up for movie news that I have this week. Uh, I guess uh, now we move into the movie of the week. Where I can do
1: weekly look back and movies we saw this week. Yeah, you know, this is exactly why
0: I'm not the host. Cause yes, we should probably
1: do those. Probably should do that. All <laughs> right. So yeah, let's get into weekly look back here. Hey, you know what? We're just having fun. Don't worry about it. So, I've got five. Let's see here. One, two, three. Well, five movies outside of John Wick three. One of them you were supposed to see this week and didn't. So why don't we save that for another time? We'll both talk about it. That was American Beauty that you were assigned last week.
0: And I forgot.
1: And I forgot. I forgot. And then you know, he, nine lashings. I was gonna watch. Yeah, I was gonna watch Reservoir. You know, so starting out. Quentin Tarantino films. I was going to do Reservoir Dogs last night, but then I decided to watch American Beauty because I'm like, well, I'm watching a while. Dan's going to be talking about tomorrow. So I'll refresh. I
0: let you down, man.
1: Daniel didn't watch it. So we'll, we'll just, you know what? We'll save it for next week. It's fine.
0: If I remember to watch it. Oh, you're going to remember. <laughs> I'll go home and watch it right now. Oh, you're going to. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not. Maybe tomorrow. Daniel? Maybe. Well, Daniel
1: and I were sweet little boys and took our mother to the movies this last week. And we went and saw a great classic from nineteen forty two, Casablanca. Oh. So I've seen this one a couple times in theaters too. I think it was my actually my third time seeing it. I think I've only seen this in theaters now that I think about it. Which is amazing. Which <laughs> yeah, it's kinda funny. Thing it hey, it, me too. Me too. Because I think this is the third time I've seen it and I've only seen it in theaters. But so anyway, yeah, Daniel, this was your first time seeing it. In theaters. In theaters. And also for the
0: first time ever. And for the <laughs>
1: Uh, why don't you go first? What'd you think of this? Like old well, school, almost right. eighty years
0: old, black and white film. Well, that's the thing. I'm just trying to think. This might be the first black and white movie I've ever seen because I've never watched Citizen Kane. Really? I've Marx Brother movies.
1: Oh, you've seen Duck Soup, right? Oh yeah. I, I, okay. I, I so swear I swear I've shown you Marx Brothers. You
0: have. But we've seen like Horse Feathers and Dark, Duck Soup. Okay. Okay. So yeah, those <laughs> are black and white too. I was trying to think. Like I know. There had to have been something, but I could not think of any other black and white movies. Ed
1: Wood? See, that's why I almost assigned it the other day.
0: But that's... (laughs) But I wouldn't consider that. Like, yes, it's black and white, but it's purposely in black and white, not because it was the time. So, okay. So, yes. I have seen some... I almost said Dutch Bros. Marx Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) But... (laughs) The Dutch Bros. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie like that was something I was super nervous about because I'm like there's so much pressure for me to enjoy this like timeless classic that's that I'm watching but I actually really enjoyed it the wit the humor in it was on point like I every character was so suave like it was it was a lot of fun just to watch these characters interact
1: yeah I mean Humphrey Bogart I mean that guy was a stud back in the day
0: oh yeah I mean, as our mother said, he was the definition of suave. Yeah, no, he
1: he really was. And Ingrid Bergman is the uh, love interest. This movie's pretty great. Yeah, you know, like I said, I've seen it a couple times in theaters. And it just, just kind of pulls you in. It does. It really, it pulls you in. And like you said, there's humor sprinkled throughout that's good. Uh, a lot of memorable lines
0: in there. Yeah, even before Warns, seeing this movie, a, I know like a bunch of the lines already.
1: Yeah, they even quote 9 2 1, <laughs>
0: Yeah. I know we got we got to move off of 90210 it can't be the reference for everything but it could be it might be be. there's a lot to love in this movie and I honestly it made me excited to watch it again uh just by seeing it the first time I know like I said like I was very drawn in like I was almost 100% alleviated of my stress to like love this movie because like as soon as like the lines start going and like every like it made me like chuckle a few times then like it draws you in with the wit and then it actually has a cool story to it like it,
1: it's a very interesting story and just what's go about what's going on back in that time too right people trying to escape and go to America you yeah. know, we're in the midst of World War II and yeah people just want to get out of all of this and it's a uh, yeah and that flashback sequence of Rick and uh what's her name Ilsa there we go
0: Yeah, and her in Paris. Yeah, them
1: back in Paris. Oh, my gosh. Which
0: also, one of the longest flashbacks I think I've ever seen. It's a full full segment. It's like a (laughs) 20-minute
1: flashback, but it's so good. Uh, I was thinking about that. But this movie is just like all the shots, like the cinematography is just amazing. Like everything is just well thought out. I mean, this was a Best Picture winner for its time, too. Right. But uh, it's just so many good things about this movie. So many good one-liners. Yeah, I love the setting of Rick's Cafe, too. I loved his uh, piano player. I'm drawing a blank to his name right Sam. now. Sam? Yeah, Sam. Sam cracks me up. He He's really funny.
0: He was pretty funny. I think the people that cracked me up the most, I think Sam and the, like, I think he was Polish. Like, the guy who helps him with his books and, like, brings drinks over to tables from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked him a lot. I don't, I don't know. And I loved the, uh, the guy who owned, like, the district don't know what he owned like he owned like a bar slash he also distributed supplies to places like businesses in local area with the like little funny hat I don't remember what those I don't remember his all. name yeah but yeah I liked him a lot he was very funny
1: there is even the uh, Germans there's a pretty funny couple moments with, there was one in particular I can't remember his name either one of the Germans was really funny
0: yeah they I don't everybody in this movie just like has their moment has their fun I don't, uh,
1: I, I don't know I really love the the directing, acting, and writing of this, like you really see Rick's inner struggle throughout. The tornness between, like, do I keep her around here or do I let her go kind of stuff? Do I you know, provide safety and get her and her husband out of here or do I try to win her back?
0: Hey, you got to let her go, man. Got to so, get her on that plane. Got
1: to get her on the plane. Yeah, so many just I don't know, good moments, though. But, yeah, I'd say if you haven't seen Casablanca, check it out. Maybe it's playing a theater near you. Go look for your, you know, the listings for your second run theaters.
0: Absolutely. Here's looking at you, kid. Which also, fun note, I thought that was like at the end, part of his ending speech. He says that like, but now that's like his catchphrase to her. Like he says like five or six times throughout the movie.
1: Here's looking at you, kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that's a movie we both saw. I have three movies. That I saw.
1: So I got two of mine are John Wick movies. Sa- that's should we, two Should my- we just save those for John Wick 3 talk altogether?
0: I mean, it's just like, yeah. I, two of mine were, cause never saw any John Wicks yeah, why before don't we, this why, week.
1: Yeah, why don't we start off our John Wick talk with both of those, because that's the same here. Perfect. Do you have another one, though?
0: Uh, Yes, I have one to two more after that.
1: Okay. I have, why don't you go first, because I have one more.
0: Okay, perfect. Well. Uh, what I have is I, on, I think Saturday this week, I was sitting down with a couple of my buddies and we just weren't really sure what we wanted to do cause we didn't want to go out, but we weren't like in the mood to like, you know, play games or some. So I'm like, Oh, we'll just watch a movie. And after half an hour of three people just trying to decide what movie we were going to watch, uh, it's always that way. <laughs> well, I mentioned that I'm like, Hey dude, I want to watch this movie and my two friends that i was with they're like wait that's a thing and we ended up watching batman versus the teenage mutant ninja turtles because <laughs> i told them about it like legit, like the uh wait that's a cartoon is that, that that's out yeah it's like, i remember
1: you, i think you sent me a trailer for that a while back
0: yeah well we watched it oh my gosh I, we had so much fun. We ordered pizza before we watched the movie. Yeah, Ninja Turtles. You gotta have pizza. I know. My friend's like, we can watch a movie without pizza, but we can't have Ninja Turtles without pizza. Yeah. So we ordered pizza. We sat down. We watched this movie and it is weird, but it was so much fun. Oh my gosh. Like, and I'm so glad I watched it with a couple. Is
1: this a... Uh, I guess it wouldn't be Netflix to be on the DC streaming service. Well,
0: it's DC animated. I it probably is on the uh, streaming service, but the Blu Ray is not even out, but the digital copies are out already. But I mean, the Ninja Turtle designs are fun. Like they're not what I'm used to, but all of them have distinct features that differentiate the the turtles. I mean, like Raph is bulky, and like uh, Donatello has like a long head. <laughs> I don't know like the, it's weird but also just so much fun like so many things that I didn't know I wanted like Batman fighting the Shredder and Shredder and Razal al Ghul teaming up together oh my gosh oh, I gotta see this <laughs> and then it was so much fun and it had so many like I think Mikey was probably my favorite part in this movie because they played him up so much which is how goofy and how much he loves how weird Gotham is he's like wait people fucking dressing up as bats driving crazy ass cars this place is crazy i love it <laughs> he was kind funny. of like a deadpool-esque character in this okay but it was like he was just super zany but it was a lot of fun i think my favorite part just like my favorite joke that they had is you know they like qu- like square him off with so it's like or uh Leo and Robin and Mikey are together, and Robin and Leo just like are jumping, doing super slide ninja stuff up these stairs. and then Mikey's right behind him, and he just like jumps to one of the steps and immediately falls down and face plants on it, and then they stick to that shot for like three seconds. And I don't know, it just made me laugh so much, but it it was worth it's definitely worth a watch. I think you could really enjoy it from just like loving batman and the ninja turtles oh
1: good no that sounds fun yeah when that becomes available i will or i I guess i was how did you find it you said the digital codes out
0: yeah it's out on digital right now so we just streamed it uh but i'll probably buy a copy when the blu-ray is out excellent and then i'll borrow it absolutely
1: (laughs) that sounds pretty fun okay so my next movie was a forty-minute short documentary film done by somebody just on YouTube. The channel is called Star Wars Only, and the title of this documentary is called "The Phantom Menace Twenty Years Later." And it was a really cool just look back on I saw that the Phantom Menace. You know, the anticipation to it coming out, showing you know. I mean, it just kind of took you back to the late nineties. People anticipating it coming out, people waiting days and in line to buy tickets, people waiting days in line just to see it. It just yeah, just took you back to all that stuff and man, it was it was really cool. It was a really well made documentary. I mean the guy did his research, I feel like. Found old clips from different other little different things and and they just talked about the Phantom Menace and how one of the most anticipated films of all time and how it was so just like people were just so let down by it at the same time. They just talked about things on how like Jar Jar, it was the first CGI character to ever be on screen. Oh, really? And how, yeah, things like how Lucas, you know, focused more on the looks of things rather than storytelling, just all kinds of stuff. But
0: the, yeah, the infamous note that says Star Wars is coming out on this date, no matter what. Yeah, and quite. To- uh, That's yeah, not then, how it Yeah, he,
1: he had a couple. Um, <laughs>
0: not heard happen. yeah
1: he had a couple clips from that documentary or that behind the scenes mm-hmm. but yeah there's a lot of good stuff though they talked about the star wars the people versus george lucas documentary a little bit
0: i've never seen that but i've heard of it i there mean there's another
1: one called like fanboys or something where fanboys are trying to get to the release of star wars phantom menace or see an early screening of it i can't remember fan. what is that one called
0: i don't know but, but yeah they
1: talk about that but yeah they just talk about you know like 20 years later have people accepted this movie more have they not but yeah it was really 40 minutes goes by smooth so
0: No, i gotta check that out i saw it on my youtube recommends today well and but i'm just like well i'm at work 40 minutes long like
1: check it out i'd say yeah it's 40 minutes long it's on youtube though yeah just again just look for star wars only and check out the phantom menace 20 years later sweet that sounds awesome it's a cool doc i watched it today
0: all right, cool. I'll yeah. definitely check that out. And also, a quick mention, uh not technically a full movie, but also in the realm of YouTube, uh, the guy, I can't remember the name of the video, but the guy, the guy remade the fight scene from A New Hope, mm-hmm. which was freaking awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. I feel like I should look that up. I next. watched
1: it. I, I don't remember the name of the channel, but I watched it.
0: I know, and that was very cool, and if you love Star Wars, love a New Hope, it's just a really cool thing to watch.
1: It's called Scene 38 or something like that, reshoot or something. I can look it up here, too.
0: Okay, because I feel like if we mention it, I should give the guy credit, because he probably worked pretty dang hard on it.
1: Fix and post, or fix it in post, is what it's called. FX in... Let's see here. It's FX it in post is what the it's called in this movie it's called Star Wars scene 38 reimagined
0: yes jordan coming in clutch but they completely like they intercut pieces of the movie with like this new fight scene that they choreographed and it's got a lot of cool stuff in it
1: yeah no that was I've watched that a few times and it it's it, it's amazing I watched it yeah, down on my T V and oh gosh. It's it's what George Lucas wanted to do back in nineteen seventy six when they were filming this. Like they didn't know what they were doing or how it would turn out and how it would look, but you could tell this probably was what he had in his mind, like this is what I really wish I could do. I just don't know how. Yeah, I mean <laughs> or had the budget for it.
0: Exactly. But it's very cool. So check it out. And I mean that's really that was really all I had besides watching two John Wick movies. And uh, Ninja Turtles.
1: D-U-R-T-L-E power.
0: Turtle power. Jordan, do you have any other movies?
1: Nope. That is it.
0: Okay. Other All
1: than right. John Wick 1 and per first half of 2.
0: <laughs> All right, well. will
1: explain more about that later.
0: I guess we can move into John Wick Chapter 3.
1: That's right. I'll tell you what, Daniel. Let's move into John Wick, Chapter 3. Giggity, giggity.
0: Giggity, giggity. Stick around.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, yeah. Let's uh, begin talking some John Wick, Chapter 3 here. So, I think Daniel and I are on the same page here. When it comes to John Wick, somehow well, the first one came out like 2014, which I can't believe that came out in 2014 already. It feels like that was just a couple of years ago.
0: I know. It was such a big deal. Everybody was like, oh, this movie's so cool. Yeah,
1: a lot of people were talking about it. And it, just, it only feels like that was like maybe three years ago, but it's been five already. Yeah. So yeah, John Wick came out five years ago, and for some reason, I just didn't get around to it. And then the sequel came out like two years ago, I think, and I was like, okay, I should see the first one go see
0: the second one. For some reason, just didn't get around to it. I don't know why. Just it was just I'm like, oh, John Wick two's out. Well, I haven't seen the first one, so I need to see the first one. And then I never saw the first one, so I never saw the second one. So, yeah, with
1: John Wick 3 coming out, we're like, okay, well, we're definitely covering that on the podcast. i got to see the first two. So, finally, I you know, just went to Amazon Prime and rented them.
0: I know. And honestly, if it wasn't for this movie podcast, I probably wouldn't have seen this one. But this was the catalyst that I need. I'm like, okay, well, we're covering this, so i got to watch the other ones.
1: Yeah. So, I only saw funny story here the first half of the second one so I watched the first one saw only the first half of the second one so here's kind of what happened so I rented it watched about half of it it was late at night so I watched about half and then you know I'm gonna you know you got 48 hours or whatever I'll catch up on it later I ended up not catching up on it later and ran it, time ran out but you know it's like whatever you know I'll just re-rent it whatever pay four dollars again and watch the second half you know there's still time well, something happened this last week here. Uh, I woke up Sunday morning to a call from the bank saying that there was some fraud going on with my debit card. So yeah, immediately I like stormed like where are my pants? Pull my pants out, pull my wallet out, cards in the wallet, so somehow, some way though somebody got a hold of my card information and was trying to make purchases. So which is they're all local too, so that's really suspicious too. So it's not like somebody got my information online somewhere else in another state or something, but it was all local purchases. So,
0: yeah, just, somebody used your card after you used your information after you swiped it somewhere locally, which
1: is really weird. But yeah. all right, so needless to say, uh, the card had to be shut down, and therefore, yeah, my account on Amazon, I couldn't access it. So
0: that's too bad. I mean, for eight dollars, you could have bought in John Wick Chapter Two. Yeah. <laughs> at this point.
1: Well, I didn't end up spending $8 on it. So as far as John Wick chapter 2 goes, I just had to re- watch a recap video on YouTube to just finish it figure up, figure out how the story ended and then go into the third. But yeah, as far as these first two go, first one and a half at least. I enjoyed the first one quite a bit. Good story though. I th- I thought it was good, you know. He's a ex-assassin, you know, retired assassin, got married and then yeah, you know, his wife falls ill. And I really thought that you know, you you hear in the previews for all these movies. About his dog So he, you know that Somewhere he has a dog That gets killed
0: I know That's like the meme Of the movie It was like Oh he did this All because of a dog
1: But it was actually It was pretty sweet To figure out Where the dog came from Yeah how, they
0: make you Give a shit about that dog Yeah How, was, how
1: <laughs> his uh, Ailing wife Put it in her will That as soon as she passes That they get a dog To replace her with and I thought That was very sweet
0: I mean that is very nice yeah, yeah, it well, Good, good way to pull Your
1: audience in And get them attached To a dog pretty quick because the dog doesn't last long. <laughs> no. But, yeah, so... Yeah, people... Yeah, he just runs into these, like, random guys at the gas station. They love his car. You know, he's not going to sell it to him. He's like, no, it's not for sale. Whatever. Takes off. Eventually, they figure out where he lives, come to his house, try to uh, attempt to kill him, or at least hurt him, beat him up pretty bad. Yeah,
0: they just beat him up, and they just leave him there. I don't know. It didn't seem like they thought he was dead. They just, like like, yeah... Go screw yourself, buddy. We're taking your car. Yeah. Overall,
1: My overall thoughts about John Wick 1. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the movie kicks into action, and it's pretty much nonstop action from that point. I thought it was a good action uh, action movie, though. Like, I mean, it's, it is what it sets out to be, and that's an action flick. And I enjoyed it. I like the character. I like kind of discovering his world and his past as the movie goes on. I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. And I love the obscurity of the first one and how, like, I mean, yeah, it it's stylized and like action oriented. I even liked the stylized like subtitles that they didn't like when they're talking in like other languages, they don't like spell out the whole conversation. They just make highlights of the things that you should pay attention to. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of th- cool. I thought
1: that was pretty cool too. So I do like Something that. Something different is to Yeah. It was just different. Yeah, Cause
0: you don't need everything. I mean, I even like how they even had a character. It's like, come on man, English. Come on. That was <laughs> no, funny. But I know I hadn't seen this, but I was Going into it, I'm like, oh, man, there's no way this is going to live up to the hype because there's so much hype behind the first one, at least. But I thought it lived up quite well. Like, I enjoyed myself. The movie just moves. Like, it's only like an hour and a half, hour, 40 minutes, something like that. But it just moves, moves, moves. Like, you get the setup in the first 20 minutes, and then it just goes. And then you get awesome, awesome action scenes, like, some awesome set pieces I think my favorites were like the club scenes with like the techno music going and him like killing people through the crowd. But that's
1: good stuff. Yeah, I really like the design of the uh what what are they called the place with at the flat iron?
0: Oh, the uh the Continental.
1: Yes, the Continental. I like the design of that on the inside. Especially the spa room downstairs was really cool looking. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of a lot of cool stuff, yeah, there. I like the like the whole premise of that place is like, you know, you can't kill anybody within on on parameter
0: yeah or else you'll inflict heavy like heavy consequences i guess i i really enjoyed that movie a lot i mean there's a lot to love and the the killing is crazy yeah um Um,
1: a lot of gratuitous action and gore for sure
0: yeah i mean i think i have actually like not so much
1: gore it's just blood splats
0: i mean not till like the, i think the second one it starts getting a little bit gratuitous and the third one like because at that point you have to uh, kick yeah. it up a notch oh definitely but th- that they do i mean i have a. Fa- I actually wrote down like some notable kills from each one that i enjoyed I a lot um, so for the first one my like favorite thing because i'm like we're doing spoilers i mean we're talking about john Wick 3 so we're just gonna blow through the first two we're talk about them i don't know but my favorite kill in the first one is at like it's towards the end of the first one with uh, Perkins, I think her name was, uh, but the woman who tries to kill John Wick in the Continental, mm-hmm. and I like how she ends up killing some other assassin that's kind of looking after her until, like, John gets back.
1: The guy down the hall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. But then she ends up killing him and like towards the end of the movie, uh, Winston, the continental manager, um, meets him like, you broke the rules. And now your privileges have been revoked. And as soon as he says that, five guys just like shoot her all at once from like a bunch of different angles and she just drops to the ground. I don't know why, but I thought that was freaking sweet. Cool. And also William Defoe's character in this one. I enjoyed Mark. I think his name is Marcus. I enjoyed him a lot. How it's yeah, just like a very good. good friend of John's and ends up helping him out of a couple of the situations. It's hired
1: to take him out than ends up helping him instead. Well, yeah, just like how we like give him that warning shot in the when he was in the hotel room. Yeah. Shot the pillow next to him.
0: I also liked it when I think it was after that that John's tied up with a bunch of guys surrounding him. And then he starts taking out the guys through the window with the sniper. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I thought that was very fun. I don't know. There, I don't know. There's just a lot to enjoy and like, kind of feast your eyes on the stylized action that they have. The choreography in these movies are awesome. Yeah,
1: no, it definitely was good. With All three of them had a really good choreography, and I think that they do try to up it a little bit each film. I'd say. So as far as the second one goes, I like the how it started off. I like the setup for it. That one dude blowing his house up and everything was crazy. And it's just a warning too? Yeah, just as a warning. So, yeah, that, that kicked off crazy. Yeah, I ne- I'll i have to go back and rewatch this one. I really, because I do want to see more of, like, what happened with, uh... Oh, that was, oh, what's her name? The Mute? The girl that's a mute? Oh,
0: yeah. What's I don't... I, I don't know if she has a character... Well, she does have a character name. I don't remember. I can't even that. think
1: of the actress's name offhand right I'm drawing a huge blank.
0: I don't know why, but I'm just like, man, her being...
1: Batwoman, a... which is something we didn't talk
0: about. Oh, is that her? Yeah. I knew she looked familiar. Um... Yeah. Ruby Rose? Ruby Rose. There Is that we her go. Name? Yes. <clears throat> Perfect.
1: Yeah, I want to see more of her character and what happened to her character, so yeah, I'm going to just have to go back and watch well, the second one.
0: Spoiler, it does not end well for Ruby Rose. But it doesn't end well for anybody who crosses John Wick either. That's true. But, and uh, yeah, there's a fun moment that they have at the end of the movie. Okay.
1: Well, don't tell me. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, because the...
0: Don't even worry about it, Jordan. I watched john wick chapter two twice so i watched it enough for both Watch of it twice yeah i well i watched it uh on friday night I rent like i actually watched it through your rental because you're like yeah yeah just check it out i'm like cool so i watched all of it and then then and i was talking to one of my buddy who was interested and he's like i've only seen the first one never saw the second one and while we were hanging out the first one came on tv or the second sorry the second one was on tv and it was like almost at the very beginning maybe 10 minutes in so he's just like he sat down and just watched it all so i essentially watched it twice (laughs) nice okay i gotta ask does he ever get his car back at the end of the second one he gets his car back in the oh oh at the end uh no he does not no okay
1: which i mean it was pretty much totaled anyway like everything that happened to it i don't know how it was even running still i know it's just
0: like i just trashed and it just like it hurts so much because it's such a cool looking car oh, so and nice. also he cares about it so much Yeah, and I felt nah, just... bad for the car okay this is a John
1: Wick week for me so yeah watch the first two yep. one, one and a half at least we watched the, the first, first one. two twice and then yeah so John Wick chapter three here so all three of these have been directed by the same guy Chad um, Stileski I think is how you say his last name he, uh, he directed all three of these. And they're all, for the most part, written by a Derek Colstad uh, I think that's how you say his last name also. Uh, so yeah, kind of the same team working on these. But yeah, start, this one stars Keanu Reeves, of course, as John Wick, Halle Berry, Ian McShane, Lawrence Fishburne, Mark, uh, Deca- oh, Frick, DeCasco? the DeCasco
0: De Costco sounds right. Costcos,
1: Yeah. I enjoyed him, too. he The lead ninja guy. He was cool. Yeah,
0: I thought he was a fun character.
1: And Asia Kate Dillon, and she's the, uh, I don't know, what do they call her character's name?
0: The audit, or not, she's not an auditor, but that's also what she is. Adjudicator or something like that? Adjudicator. Adjudicator, that's right. Yeah, she's an adjudicator.
1: Yeah, that was something kind of strange. But yeah, she's the adjudicator. She essentially is the auditor for a season. Yeah, which the only thing I've ever seen her in, I think, is uh, Orange is the New Black. She's in one of the seasons, small part, but she's in one of the seasons.
0: I know She looked familiar, but I've also never watched Orange is the New Black, so I think I've seen her in something else.
1: I guess in a nutshell, so John Wick is back on the run after killing a member of the International Assassins Guild. The, the High table. table. Yep. And with a $14 million price tag on his head, he becomes the target of every hitman and woman out there. And that's where we stand with John Wick Chapter 3. I guess in a nutshell as far as this one goes, um... Overall, I like this quite a bit, um... I'm trying to think here. as far as comparing it to the first one mainly because I only saw I saw the first one to complete. Right. I almost I almost think I like this one better. I don't know. This one definitely the up the ante as far as action goes. There's some really, really cool action sequences that we'll talk about here coming up. Yeah. So definitely like that. I don't, I don't know. Seeing this one in theaters too kind of helps put it up there too for me as far as like favorites go.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a hard thing to be is a heavy action film and we've only seen one of them in theaters. Yeah, I mean
1: our TV downstairs is pretty nice and all, but it's on the big screen movie. is awesome though.
0: Yeah. But
1: yeah, overall I liked it. I uh, They, especially the first, I like the first part a little bit when he, he starts off with him on the run. I mean, it really, they just kind of put the pedal to the metal and things start really going. They kind of, they lift up on the gas a little bit though, kind of like in the halfway through. And I think that's kind of one thing I don't like about the movie is it slows down a little there in the middle. There's still some good action sequences, but as far as like, there being like anticipation and tension goes. That right. kind of goes away kind of in the middle. It comes back a little bit towards the end, but it kind of goes away in the middle, though. Yeah, I could see that. So that's kind of one little negative I didn't like about it. But otherwise, overall, I enjoy this. Again, great choreography, great action sequences. I liked Halle Berry's character a lot in this. It's yeah. cool seeing Lawrence Fishburne's character again. But yeah, I would say just all three of them in general are... They're really good, fun, enjoyable action flicks.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: But yeah, as far as like general thoughts for the first one go, yeah, that's kind of my general thoughts is enjoyed myself quite a bit. Definitely entertaining. And yeah, kind of slowed down in the middle, but still not not enough for me to be like get bored and like wish it was over.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, the one thing that these movies do still move pretty fast. I think all of them go by super fast. You're right. This one does slow down a little bit, but not. I didn't notice it too much. I wasn't checking my watch or anything. But you know, it does like because it kind of sucks because like
1: that's rude to do in the theater with people all around.
0: I know, I know. (laughs) But yeah, it's just I did enjoy this one a lot. I really did enjoy Halle Berry. I loved her attack dogs. Yes, that was a cool like dimension to her to the firefight and like the bazaar, which also uh say like you know connection to the movie Casablanca Mm -hmm. but (laughs) I don't I I really love those attack dogs those are very cool um and yeah I going into this uh I was pretty excited because I just had watched the first two I wasn't disappointed I think and I'm kind of like well one thing I don't know I lost it yeah. I don't know. I, was gonna, I don't know. Attack dogs, awesome. Halle Berry, pretty good. Uh, John Wick, killing stuff. It was a good time. I guess those were my general thoughts. Yeah, I guess to say, <laughs>
1: um, yeah, that's good for general thoughts here. Yeah, what were, what were some things? Let's talk. I guess let's move straight into here and we'll talk some likes here. Of course, all the five sentences uh, I think a couple that stood out that I really enjoyed that first fight in the library, awesome.
0: I know, that was like...
1: That uh, might have been my favorite, actually.
0: I definitely put that in my notable kill section for the episode, because I'm going to talk about that a little... Because that was brutal. Like, it was cool. It was yeah. It was in between the Catacombs of the Library, but the most brutal thing that he does, he shoves a book in the guy's mouth and just smashes it into his face. Like, I'm assuming he's just like, teeth are completely broken.
1: Teeth are broken, and then you... He- there's a the part where he, he twists the book and he hears jaw pop. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like that was insane. That was
1: pretty crazy. But yeah, I have that on my list of likes, the fight scene in the knife hold or the dis, like knife display case room.
0: Yeah. That was in the trailers too. Yeah,
1: that yeah, that is something you see in the trailers and gosh, that brought to life was pretty awesome. I mean, there's a part there's points where like some guys are sitting there like on the ground with like five knives in them. Yeah. But yeah, the, the nonstop back and forth grabbing knives and just, I will say the climax of that scene though was pretty epic.
0: Oh yeah. And I just still love, like it was in the trailer I, I too, like, but they're yeah. all just like fight, fist fighting and then they all just both look over and they're sitting next to like cases of knives. So they each like break a case open and start throwing knives at each other. That was good. That, that was really good. Um, but yeah,
1: I, w- I won't give away what that little climactic part is cause it was a really cool <laughs> surprise. Yeah. But yeah, Good stuff there. Um, I mentioned Halle Berry's character. I Yeah, I enjoyed Halle Berry in this. I haven't seen her in a while. I can't even remember the last time I saw Halle Berry in a movie.
0: I was I was going to say X-Men. I'm like, no, she's not in the new X-Men. She's it might
1: have been Days of Future Past the last time I saw her in anything.
0: That, shit, that was like 2015, 2014. Yeah, it's been a while.
1: Like four years ago. I just haven't seen her in much lately. I don't even know what she's up to. Maybe she's on shows now. I, I have to look her up.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't. Yeah, I hadn't seen her in a while, so I thought it was kind of funny that she showed up in this. But I liked her character. I, like I said, uh, that's one of my big likes. So I liked her character in tandem with the, the, uh, the attack dogs. Because that's what made one of my big likes is the shootout and like the bazaar in Casablanca when they're trying to get to the desert. I guess.
1: Yeah, what'd you think of seeing Casablanca in black and white from eighty years ago, and now you see it present in color
0: <laughs> i just thought it was funny i'm like it's just i've never seen casablanca and then in this new movie they're in casablanca <laughs> yeah
1: but that's pretty funny
0: but i loved the attack dogs like she one of them jumps off her back to like get somebody that on the was second cool. story
1: yeah there's some cool choreography with the duck do- choreography with the dogs yeah,
0: that, that could have been very basic but they were actually an integral part of that in, like scene like i remember she shoots some guy like they essentially are like the fit or like they like start a guy and then she walks over and just pops him in the head while they're busy with the dogs. And one of them was like, she shot a guy and he falls down. Then the dogs just grab him by his like legs and pull him away.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm like,
0: that would be terrifying. Yeah. But, I mean, and the dogs like pretty much eat some dude's dick off. Oh. Which, um, I know. That made me uncomfortable.
1: Gosh. And, and after that, she shoots him in the leg. So he's just in all kinds of pain right there. <laughs> Leaves yeah. him alive and just, oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. I, like, that was brutal pretty crazy scene I but think... also like leading up to that he shoots her dog and then the, i kind of liked how that was like the trigger she's like i'm just gonna kill all of you now mm-hmm. and i like how even john's like he shot my dog he's like i know the feeling yeah. or something I like know that. that feels no, yeah
1: that's pretty good i like another thing i like too, fight scene wise i mean it's all gonna be fight scenes was in the horse stable I enjoyed that sequence quite a bit. When he kept smacking the horse,
0: smacking the horse's ass, getting him to kick people in the face. Oh my gosh! Oh, I know. He, did. I think he pulled that off a couple times. Oh man, like that was intense in the well, last. Especially one. Especially when it was like he...
1: double, just double. I'm like, oh my, oh I mean, the, it, it looked painful, but the guys were probably just knocked out. Either I mean, straight up knocked out or dead. Like probably as painful as it looks, they probably didn't feel anything because they were just dead instantly. <laughs> but oh my gosh.
0: Oh, I know that was crazy. And like the last one in that kill is just like, he essentially like nooses the guy and then like runs him down, like runs the horse with him attached. Oh, I love
1: that. Are you tired of violence by this point? I mean, we've seen John three John wick movies in one week. That was something I was like, I would have liked it. My personally a little more spread out, but go ahead.
0: Well, you know, I like, that's also something like maybe I wasn't as, cause and kind of a little bit of a spoiler for like things at the end or like my thoughts at the end, but I liked the first one the best. Now maybe like, I I can't tell you for sure if it's because this concept was new, but I really enjoyed the first one a lot. I enjoyed the second one a lot too. And the third one, I enjoyed it, but not quite as much, definitely not as much as the first one for sure. I think I might've enjoyed the second one a little more, but I think it's just because I watched it all at once that I was just like, okay, this is John wick. Here we are again in the like the third time or the like the fourth time in three or four days for me so i'm not saying like the movie is bad but i was a little maybe i was a little bit like worn out with the style of like manslaughter that they are presenting yeah
1: i I think i wasn't tired of the story but i think i was getting tired of the non-stop violence i mean there's one thing that kind of bothers me with some of this is and this happened in like I think probably all three movies at some point is there's just so much of like, why is only one guy at a time attack? We're all after the same guy. Why is only one guy at a time taking them on? Maybe two at a time. I, I, I don't know. Like at some points he looks like a really cool, like, you know, I know moves. I know this and I'm going to, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is like when it was only a couple guys at a time taking them on, I enjoy that more than a bunch of guys when it's like, 10 guys trying to take him on, especially when they all have guns and he's not getting shot at all. Right. was just kind of like, come on. You can't... Especially like you're supposed... A lot of them are trained assassins also. It's like, come on. Yeah. Uh, So there's a lot of that. But the... So... And I I guess... I guess I'll say I I liked when it was like John Wick versus maybe two people. Right. Which one part of that, especially like why I like the, uh, the part with all the knives so much is it's more hand-on-hand combat. I'm more of a fan of of the hand-to-hand combat than I am guns. Right. So the gun stuff is fine, but
0: it's not as intricate. It's not as interesting to watch.
1: It's not, especially like, especially the SWAT team SWAT at the end and not one of them is hitting him.
0: Yeah. Like
1: he doesn't even like get hit in the leg and like limp or anything. I I don't know.
0: Yeah. No, but, I, I was, know what you're talking about.
1: Like, I guess that's, that was one thing I kind of, yeah, I guess I had that on my dislikes. we can move into dislikes. Yeah. That was something I had in my dislikes here and that was kind of with all the movies that was like. The violence is great for a while and the action scenes are good, especially the hand-to-hand combat. But when you've got 10, 15 guys surrounding you and not one of them can hit you with a bullet, it's like, come on.
0: Right. And I mean, like they kind of wish you watched that away with the suit in the second one, how it's like Kevlar infused suit. So it's bulletproof, but, and he does do some clever stuff with that. Like when he's like a bunch of people, like come at him all at once. He like pulls his suit up like over his face. So he doesn't get shot in the face. Which, I mean, is, I think that's a clever way to use that just to make sure he's protecting himself. Yeah. Something I will say that is kind of like a like for all of these is while he's, like, the best assassin ever, he is not invulnerable to damage. Like, he still gets shot. He gets stabbed. He falls. He gets thrown downstairs. Like, he survives and endures, but yeah, he I mean, gets messed he, up a he, lot. He
1: does get the crap kicked
0: out of him. So I'll give him that. That's something I am very thankful of. Like, well, yeah, like, it's hard to, like, Say like, well, how come nobody shot him while this other guy was fighting him one on one? But it's at least shows that he's not just like an invulnerable machine. Well, in some
1: some scene, like I think it was the Halle Berry scene with her character, Sophia. Uh, I feel like some guys like with guns would like run up to her with the gun and not pull the trigger like what, were they expecting to like put the gun right up to her face and then pull the trigger because then like they get up to her they get they get close and then she grabs the gun, twists their hands and knocks it out of their hands and starts kicking their ass. It's like I mean there's, why weren't you pulling the trigger way before that before she was within reaching distance of you?
0: I know it's just one of those things that every action movie seems to fall victim to. like it's just a little bit of suspension of belief. Because, yeah, there are multiple times where they probably all should have died. For sure. Um, but...
1: And maybe that's part of the problem with seeing all three in, like, in a row in one that week. That you
0: start picking apart each of them.
1: Well, yeah. If there was a couple years in between each one, it might be a little... I don't know. Not complaining, because overall, these are still highly entertaining.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it's just one of those things that falls victim to I think I had one more like before we moved into dislikes. Oh, uh, something, one of the likes that I had was that the, uh, that it kind of gives you like some explanations for his back tattoos in this one, because I noticed when they're in, like they go, he goes to this after he's excommunicated, he goes to like this Russian training facility, and they call it his home and all everybody, or at least the girls, you didn't really see any guys backs, but they had the same tattoos that he has on his back. I know there's a very cool atmosphere when they go into that facility. And I liked that a lot. Um, and it also gives you more of like his assassin backstory before John Wick one and all of this stuff. Happens. Yeah. Some of
1: the scenery uh, settings were cool. Like I did like that place. That all glass place at the uh,
0: Oh, like at the Continental. Yeah, the Continental. It's, that was like the administrative office. Yeah. I think all glass
1: cases and stuff everywhere, glass floors and walls, like that was pretty cool.
0: That leads me into one of my dislikes.
1: That's okay. We'll talk about it in a second. Okay.
0: All right. We'll get to it. My
1: last like, Bush had a song in the movie called Bullet Holes. I that was awesome.
0: I didn't even know. As soon as credits start rolling, I walked up and I left.
1: Well, you missed out on a good bush song.
0: I know. I should pay attention because there's a lot of action and stunt people that I should have known their names, but I didn't because I left.
1: All right. We can go into dislikes here. I mean, I've kind of gotten dislikes a little bit with how some of the fighting felt repetitive a little bit.
0: It it does get repetitive, but it's just the thing. If we had seen them and we just watched the third one already seeing the first two equally spaced out, I think I would have been a little bit less worn on the action. Yeah. But, um... One of my dislikes was when they're in that all glass room, and those guys just like throw them into like six cases and shatter them, then throw them into throw them into one shatter, throw them to another shatter. Like they just did it like all in one go, and I'm like, okay, come on, like we've done this six times now. I know, like that was kind of like a okay, I guess, but I'm like, I guess he's worn out by this point. Oh yeah, they're, 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 they're tiring him out. Some reason I thought that was a little dumb. I don't should talk
1: spoilers yet here. I
0: don't know it's hard to spoil these movies. Like there's like they drop a little bit of lore in each one of these movies, but it's ninety percent action, ten percent lore. So it's hard to spoil these, but I guess we can go into spoilers.
1: Yeah, we'll go into spoilers here, I'm just trying. to be safe. Just to be safe here, because at least as far as my biggest surprise, that kind of comes at the end here. So, biggest surprise here, and yeah, it's a spoiler. Well, first off, Winston shooting John at I, the end there.
0: I was a little bit surprised by that too. And I still am, like, by the end of the movie, it makes me feel like, yeah, that was all part of the plan. Like, I think that was part of the plan. Mm, I don't know. Because, I mean, well, there's one line, which also, I don't think we mentioned this. Yeah, but the concierge the concierge character that takes care of his dog while he's off like the premises, I liked his character a lot. And I like how they gave him a little bit something to do on this. Yeah,
1: one. I'm trying to try him his name. That was one thing I, I, I forgot to mention my life. I liked that vault gun room quite a bit. That was cool looking. Yes. Definitely dug that.
0: But uh, the concierge says to Winston, he's like, are we in play? He's like, we most definitely are in play. Right before they go up to the woman's room, and right before he shoots John Wick, so I think that was all part of the plan.
1: Well, leads me to my—that uh, was my first big surprise. Leads leads into the bigger surprise was John Wick surviving that fall several stories down.
0: Yeah, that was a little bit a lot of suspension of belief. Like it was a that was a brutal fall too. Like they show him hitting like three things before he hits the ground.
1: Well, he would have shattered his face into the railing. First off, I mean, he fell like thirty stories down.
0: Yeah, so that was a little bit. That was that was one of my big surprises. Like, I wasn't expecting that. I should have.
1: Well, well, I thought for sure. He's, I'm like, was no nobody's ever gonna, nobody would survive that fall. So I thought for sure, like, he's dead. Um, part of me is like, well, it's a movie. They're gonna want a sequel if this makes money, so they're gonna keep him alive, which they do. Right. But I was just like, nobody can survive that. I mean, the only person out there that I give, or character, I should say, that I give any suspension of disbelief is James Bond. He's the only one that I allow to do outrageous stunts, and even him have to kind of keep it at a somewhat realistic level. Yeah. So I know I that. don't even think I would have given James Bond that pass, though, of falling and like, face playing to a railing, and bam, bam, to the For ground.
0: This, I mean, it's essentially the, uh, how did he survive? Well, he's John Wick. That's essentially what you're supposed to assume as if you Basically. So that's a little bit of cheesy, bad writing, but I don't know it or just
1: call it not expected ending. I I don't know. I just like, yeah, right. I mean, every bone in his body would have been shattered.
0: Right. Um, Whatever. So that was kind of goes with one of my dislikes or well, that was one of my dislikes and the other one was just him getting thrown into like six cases and shattering them all in a row.
1: Yeah, i was okay at that i know it just felt a little dumb so, to me because at least walking away from that somewhat believable yeah <laughs> but yeah i guess that's part of these action flicks though is like you just gotta turn your brain off and just enjoy it but i mean that was a pretty
0: hard fall yeah he should have been dead um let's see do i have any other dislikes i don't i don't think i really had any other Dislikes besides those minor things.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't either. I mean, wasn't too much to complain
0: about, really. Still, uh, I overall enjoyed myself. Yeah. Um, I have a couple notable kills that I very much enjoyed in this movie. Yeah, go for it. So what I have written down is going back to the bizarre scene, like when they're like towards the end of that sequence, the, both the dogs jump through the window of a car in the back seat and literally just like maul a guy to death in the back seat which i'm like okay that was pretty crazy pretty intense and then they're just like and then they blow like the whistle and the dogs just jump out and jump into the other car and they drive away that's crazy yeah so what,
1: what what was her connection supposed to be though sophia's
0: i guess like an old like assassin buddy because it was implied that he helped her daughter get out of being Get out. Um, okay. And
1: But why doesn't she stick with him, though? She leaves him in the desert. I don't understand why she just left him.
0: I think she just leaves him because, like, if she does any more than that, she's going to be, like, excommunicado, I guess. Okay. Which is kind of what I felt. Okay,
1: yeah. Gosh, how brutal is that, though? She drinks all that water, spits, Swish. swishes some of it back in, and then just that's all he's got to walk through the desert with. Yeah. It's like,
0: man. like Wow. Dick move. Right. <laughs> um how about that Halle Berry though? Speaking of Halle Berry, like she like 50 now and still looks good. I mean, uh was it Keanu Ree is fifty four. Is it fifty four? Yeah, he's fifty four and he still wow. looks great and he still friggin' does these movies. So. He's fifty
1: four now. Oh yep. my gosh.
0: I would have thought like 48 49 or something. Jeez. So another notable kill is towards the end when the high table troops invade the Continental and this is the second wave when they have the shotguns which also is one of my I should put that as one of my dislikes but uh, he literally like the first guy he kills he literally just blows his fucking head off with the shotgun like it's just like the lower part of his like it's like his chin but the rest of his head's just blown clean off Mm -hmm. which I thought (laughs) I remember watching I'm like oh my god like that was crazy, and then the last, uh, the last notable kill that I wrote down was when they're, he was fighting the ninjas in the all glass room, and they're swinging at him with swords, and one of them catches the sword on the edge of a glass container, and it gets stuck, and so he grabs the other guy and like slits that guy's throat with the corner yeah. of the blade while it's stuck, and I'm like, okay, that was pretty cool. I
1: think one of my favorite parts too. Which fight sequence was this? Was it when he was fighting those guys? He's holding a, he's got a guy in a headlock, and basically you see the knife slowly enter his eye I think so maybe that was when they had the knife cases all over him I don't know I just remember he's holding a guy and he, the knife is slowly going into his eye into his skull and it's like, oh my gosh
0: I don't remember who who i don't I don't remember which scene that was in, but I do remember that yeah, that's crazy it's so, yeah, definitely some good gratuitous violence in this gratuitous i mean like but there's they still have some standout kills like memorable yeah
1: uh any final thoughts here before we grade this out
0: um i'm just gonna throw in one more dislike because i forgot about it until i told was talking about my favorite kill is the guy the concierge knows that they've upgraded the armor for the high table mercenaries but they go out there with pistols and you can tell he's having a hard time so when he comes back in they go out there with shotguns with armor piercing rounds why didn't we start with those why didn't we start with the armor piercing rounds good question that was that was just one of my dislikes like that didn't really make much sense but it's fine (laughs) so now we can grade it out
1: (laughs) yeah let's see here so yeah we got John Wick one two three sort of the overall thoughts of the third I think you know even third time around still enjoyed it Mm-hmm. It's hard to, without seeing the second one all the way through, hard to say which ones I like better. It's, I don't know. I, I almost think I like the first and third equally. Like, both of them bring different things to the story. I think overall story-wise I like the first one better, but there's definitely some good entertaining moments in this third one here. Yeah. I'm going to say grade-wise I'm going to give them all three, even the only first half that I've seen so far of number two. I give them all a B plus. They're overall pretty satisfying action flicks. they got some very good choreography to them. Some good gratuitous stuff here. Not quite Kill Bill gratuitous where arms are coming off and blood's just gushing out of the um, shoulder socket. Right. But still a lot of fun. And that's what these, um, these movies are. They're just a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of good, enjoyable stuff. Good characters. And I do like how... You know, these movies what take place within like a week or that's two. That's something
0: that I actually do really appreciate. That we have uh three movies all an hour to two hour or hour and a half to two hours long, and they mention that it all takes place within like the same week. Which I think that's very cool.
1: Which yeah, and you still even taking place within the same week, each new film has a new main villain and I like that. Uh I, I didn't talk about this much, but I do like the that last fight scene with the um, the main ninja clan leader. The main ninja guy. I know the guy's name somewhere. Is he Zero. So between Zero? Yeah, between John and Zero. Oh, which okay. and I like I appreciate the humor they use with that guy too. Like he he knows he has to kill him, but he's still like I was about to say I appreciate you. I'm a fan. Like that
0: I, I, I <laughs> that yeah, scene, I like that, that scene when was funny. he's in the Continental, so they walk in, and he's like, Look, I am a huge fan of yours like and we're very similar people like i liked that and i do like at the end he's like that was some fight wasn't it yeah (laughs) so yeah i did appreciate his character too Yeah,
1: funny stuff there
0: but yeah so yeah overall
1: entertaining definitely check this one out in theaters why not especially if you're a fan of the first two go see this you'll enjoy it absolutely yeah i don't think it sucks at all again a little repetitive in some areas but whatever I get. I would probably so far.
0: If you don't watch them all in the same week, I think it's fine. <laughs> yeah,
1: I give them all a B plus. All three B plus. Again, not like the most amazing action flicks I've ever seen in my life. Blah 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 blah. blah but still very good. I mean he doesn't even touch
0: the guy who started in The Matrix. Am I right? And yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like Lauren Fishburne's character. Yeah, we haven't talked about. It. We didn't really talk about him much.
0: Well, he's just like a crazy hermit assassin. <laughs> I
1: sure I thought he was dead when she, the swords person was like. <laughs>
0: I know, yeah. but it's all just and about that like, over. precision. So it just like gives him light cuts all over his face. Yeah,
1: but he falls over. I'm like, well, he's dead. <laughs> but yeah, I did enjoy Lawrence Fishburne in these last two quite a bit. And yeah, it was it's nice to see a Lawrence Fishburne-Keon Reeves reunion. I like that. Yeah. And it sounds like there's going to be just the two of them teaming up here in this fourth one. If the hints that they give at the end are any indication.
0: Yeah, I did. That was a good ending, too. I, and are I, you
1: angry? I, oh,
0: I'm angry. I am pissed off. Yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah, no, I I know I thought it was going to end at the third one, but spo- since we're in spoilers and grading this out, there's going to be a fourth one. It's already they already announced it's greenlit. All
1: right. Oh, and as far oh, far as entertainment wise, I give this an eight out of ten for an entertainment. Okay. And I got a question for you, but give your overall thoughts and grade first.
0: Okay, so for the first one, uh, I'm going to give that a solid A. I very much enjoyed it. I like the stylized action. Like, the style that they brought to that first one, I liked a lot. So, I'm going to give that one a 10 out of 10 entertainment-wise and an A as far as uh, grade-wise. Second one, again, a lot of good action set pieces, especially the one in Rome when he's fighting through the tunnels and stuff. Loved that a lot. Um, not as high on this one. I would give this one just like a solid B+. Plus. Um and probably eight, eight out of 10 entertainment wise. And for this third one, I, I'm like so stuck. I like a B plus a minus, like right in there. Cause I did enjoy this more than the second one. Not quite as much as the first one though. And again, that might just because we watched all of them all at once. So I'll just give it, I'll just go for an a minus entertainment wise. I think this one brought it back up to a 10 out of 10. There's a lot of crazy stuff. Um, and then he said a lot of notable kills and I liked the attack dogs. I don't know what to say. It mm-hmm. really brought, brought those scenes. Uh, cool. Yeah. Like, uh, no, there's, there's a, I avenue. mean, this,
1: this thing kicks off with some pretty good action sequences. Like I love the whole, again, the tension in the beginning was so great with the countdown to six o'clock. Yeah. That stuff was awesome. And the horse scenes, I did like the motorcycle scene on the bridge too. Like when he sticks the sword through the front of the tire and it just flips the whole thing forward, throwing people like, Good stuff oh, yeah. there. But one, uh, one question I had for you is why did he have to cut his finger off to take his ring off?
0: It was, th- I think it's actually just, it was, the whole thing was for his, his hand. But it's all, like, there's actually, like, some history to taking that specific finger off in, like, Assassin's Guild. Like, it shows your devotion essentially so it's like part of like history i guess i have to
1: do it himself I mean gosh just watching me i take it take a knife and just cut his own finger off like Ugh.
0: yeah bold no thanks <laughs> yeah
1: no thanks uh yeah okay good stuff so yeah I, it sounds like b plus for john wick 3 from both of us 8 out of 10 for entertainment from both of us yeah overall as far as this trilogy goes i'd say it's been a lot of fun i've enjoyed it definitely entertaining and, yeah, if they do a fourth one, I'll go see a fourth it's one.
0: It's kind of like a Mission Impossible series. I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so far, they haven't disappointed.
1: No, not at all. All right. Well, I think that just about wraps it up here. Why don't we uh, tell everybody where they can find us, and we'll uh, get going here.
0: All right. Well, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, Movies underscore Bruce. Let us know what you thought about John Wick. One through three, loved it, hated it, needed more guns, needed less guns, needed bigger guns, let us know. Also, definitely let us know what you think of uh, that Batman news, because I'm really interested in what other people think.
1: Yeah, same here.
0: Uh, But yeah, we're most active on Twitter, so hit us up there.
1: Are we? I'm more on Instagram.
0: Or I meant Instagram. Did I say Twitter? Yeah. We're more active on Instagram.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely hit us up there. And, yeah, if you're listening through iTunes or Spotify, give us a five-star review. Those definitely help the show. We appreciate everybody listening and sharing the podcast with friends. And, yeah, we're looking forward to talking more movies. We are in the f- full swing here for summer season. Think next week, we might squeeze in two movies with Aladdin and Brightburn. So stay tuned for that. We'll see you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Cheers.